Welcome to a brand new podcast brought to you by the people at Damson Park Dames, an independent website covering Birmingham City Ladies Football Club. We begin this week's show with a rundown of what's happened over the summer. Of course, the spring series didn't really go well for Birmingham City, finishing in 7th place with just one victory during the spring period. It wasn't really the main focus, as uh, most of you will know. We were looking more towards the cup run, which we had great success beating the likes of Arsenal, Chelsea on the way to the final at Wembley. Obviously, at Wembley, it just wasn't our day. We lost 4-1 to Manchester City, a very strong team, showing you why that they are one of the biggest teams in England at the moment. Birmingham, it was a great day for the players to at least play at Wembley. They'll probably strive to play there many more times in their careers. Charlie Wellings, of course, the star uh, for Birmingham at least, getting her moment to shine, the goal on the hallowed turf of Wembley. Of course, after that, we went into the summer with the European Championships. England, of course, got to the semi-finals, an impressive uh, display by the team, particularly Jodie Taylor, who was a goal machine during the summer. Ellen White, of course, popping up with a goal in the first game against Scotland. She didn't uh, disappoint herself. She played quite well in the games that she did play. She obviously showed the qualities that she showed for Birmingham earlier in the year. Her determination, which is shown throughout her whole career. She's one of the sorts of players that never stops giving you 100%. She always gives everything, leaves it all on the pitch. And that's the sort of player we want here at Birmingham. So, uh, of course, in recent days, of course, the uh, story that's overshadowed everything in um, women's football in recent days, of course, is the Mark Sampson story. He's been sacked by the FA following allegations that have come out in reports from 2014. There's better people than I who have covered the story. So if for whatever reason you haven't heard the story uh, over the last week, I'd uh, point you in the direction of Daniel Taylor from The Guardian. He's wrote some um, really impressive articles on this story. Uh, from the allegations from Enia Luko all the way to the um, recent allegations from his time at Bristol Academy. So, uh, yep, look up Daniel Taylor on Twitter or uh, go to the Guardian website and look at his uh, articles for more information on that story. But in more positive news in the women's football, Birmingham City has signed two players this summer, including Maddie Cusack. She was signed on the 18th of September officially, Birmingham signing the 21-year-old. She's a versatile midfielder. She can play anywhere across the midfield, but likes to play in the centre. Following her signing, Cusack had this to say, I'm delighted to have joined Birmingham City. It's a new chapter for me, and I'm looking forward to seeing what the future holds. I cannot wait to begin this new part of my career at Birmingham City. Cusack has previously played for the under-19 England team, but has yet to feature for the senior side. And our second signing of the summer was uh, confirmed just yesterday. Hayley Ladd, former Bristol City player. She's a 23-year-old midfielder. She can play also in defence, just like her new teammate Jess Carter. Ladd has played 28 times for Bristol City and has also played for the likes of Arsenal and Finnish side Kokola Futis 10. She's a Welsh international, winning a 25th cap this past weekend, playing against Kazakhstan in a 1-0 victory for Wales. Mark Skinner had this to say following the signing of Ladd. Hayley is an excellent and technical player. She possesses the ability to interchange positions with ease and deliver high quality in every area of the pitch. The club has signed a very experienced player and someone who will help to improve the team. So that's the two signings we've got in the summer. Some more, uh, more disappointing news perhaps over the summer was the departures for the club. 
Perhaps the most uh, noteworthy of all was Ellie Brazil, youthful striker. She's very highly rated. Brazil was offered a contract by Fiorentina, the Italian champions. It's a shame that she's left, but when you've got the chance to play in Champions League football uh, for a team that's going to be their first chance at playing at Champions League, it's uh, one of those opportunities you can't really turn down. It's a shame that she's gone. Uh, she's one of the players I was looking forward to see develop with the club over the years. But you never know, she might be back in a couple of years or three or four years. If she's achieved all she wants to do in Italy, she might come back and play for Birmingham again. You never know. Uh, another few that's left um, over the summer, this time on loans. The first one was Sophie Bagley, uh, our former number one goalkeeper. She was uh, primarily chosen under David Parker until anne Catherine Berger came in. Obviously, she's a very good keeper. She's not the tallest, but she's a good shot stopper. So Bristol City will have a fine goalkeeper this season in the WSL. Another one that's left then is Coral Jade Haynes. She's left the midfielder, has gone to Tottenham Hotspur on a season-long loan. I was impressed by her last year. She scored the uh, moment of the season last year, the, uh, the winning goal against uh, Liverpool in the Continental Cup, I believe, on our route to the final. It was an extra-time winner, and it was a moment that a lot of Birmingham fans will definitely remember for years to come. And finally, the one that's most recently gone out is uh, Chloe Peplow, another highly rated midfield player, playing well at youth level for England. It looks, she looks like a player that's going to be uh, one to watch going forward. She's gone on alone till the end of the year, so she'll be back in January, hopefully, for Birmingham, depending on how she does at Doncaster Bells, where she's gone to. If she does well there, they might want to keep her till the end of the season. I'm not sure what Mark Skinner's plans are for her this season. Maybe he wants her to just get more game time. And with the signings of Maddie Cusack and Hayley Ladd, it was obvious that Chloe Peplow's opportunities were going to get limited this season. So it'll be interesting to see if she comes back. I know there's a few Birmingham fans who are really fans of her, Peplow. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes with that. There's been a few more contract signings also over the summer, as Mark Skinner looks to tie down the long-term contracts of certain players. The ones that have been signed to new deals include Emily Westwood, the former captain. She's now the vice-captain under Kerry uh, Harrop. Abby Lee Stringer signed a new deal as well. She's a midfielder. Frida Easy, another the striker. She signed a new deal. Megan Sargent, the defender. Sarge, keeping, keeping herself at Birmingham for the foreseeable future. Charlie Wellings, who I've already mentioned, scored that goal in the Wembley final. And Sarah Mayling, who had a really good um, showing in the Spring Series, despite the team not doing as well as we wanted to. She looks like a player to watch this season. So, with the names in and out out the way, let's move on to the new season. Cautiously optimistic, I'll say, about how Birmingham are going to get on. At the start of the year, when we went into the Spring Series, I was a bit apprehensive, because I wasn't uh, fully aware of... Uh, the work that Mark Skinner had done at youth level. But he's obviously galvanised the team once more. Started to bring in some of the players he wants to add to the squad. And it looks like we're in a decent enough position going into the new season. In my uh, league season preview, I predicted we are going to finish in fourth. As we did uh, in 2016. I'm hopeful. I'm not sure with the uh, strengthening that certain teams have done this year that we're going to achieve that, but I'm positive we, we can do if we play as well as I know the players can. 
When the fixtures were released in August, I was looking forward to the new season. Obviously, the games of note to look out for will be the games against Man City. Obviously, we need to get back, uh, get one over on them after last year, where we lost to them in the FA WSL Cup, and we lost to them in the FA Cup. So we deserve a win over the champions, and hopefully that comes this season. Obviously, Man City have lost players like Lucy Bronze this summer, so... It'll be interesting to see how they get on this season with uh, the likes of Arsenal and Chelsea also strengthening. And moving on to this weekend then, and Birmingham will be playing Arsenal away at Boreham Wood. I'm heading to the game myself, so hopefully a lot of Birmingham fans will do the same. I know it's a long trip down to uh, Boreham Wood near Elstree uh, Studios, where they film uh, Strictly. Fun fact for everyone out there. Um, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting day. Uh, I hope we'd start off with a good performance. It obviously didn't go too great when Birmingham played Arsenal away in the Spring Series, but not much did in the Spring Series, to be fair. The team was um, starting out new, starting under Mark Skinner, afresh, new ideas, and it took uh, time for the players to gel. It was a 4-2 defeat in the Spring Series, so hopefully this time it will be uh, a much closer game. In 2016, uh, the same match ended in a nil-nil. Hopefully, we don't have that either because uh, it's a long way to go for a nil-nil. But a point would be good for Birmingham, to be fair. Start the season against one of the favourites for the title. Going into the game, in terms of injury news, Jess Carter might be a doubt for Birmingham City after pulling out of the England squad against Russia last week. It will be remains to be seen if she'll play. As for Arsenal... They'll be without midfielder Kim Little, who unfortunately had to miss the European Championships this summer due to injury. She's a big miss for any team, to be fair. She's a really good player. She's the heart and soul of that Scottish team. But in terms of Arsenal, they've got such great depth this season. It's going to be a tough test for Birmingham. Arsenal have brought in a few players of their own. They've brought in Vivian Medemar with uh, Lisa Evans, both from Bayern Munich. They've also signed Miri Taylor from Chelsea, Jess Samuelson from Lynn Shopping, and Josephine Henning from Lyon. There's uh, one player in particular I would say keep an eye out for this weekend, and that's uh, Beth Mead, the former Sunderland striker who signed for Arsenal last year. She hasn't really got that many um, opportunities for Arsenal in the brief time that she's been there so far, but if she gets game time, you're going to have to watch out for her because she is born to score goals. At Sunderland, she had a ridiculous strike rate. I think it was something. it was close to like one goal a game. It's one of the best striking rates in any of the WSL 1 and 2. And for someone who's only 22, Beth Mead has the talent to find goals from everywhere. She is the future England number one striker, in my opinion. And it'll be interesting to see if she gets more game time under Losa this season for Arsenal. But when you when you look at the Arsenal team, you've got so much depth in particularly the attacking positions. You've got like Jordan Nobbs, the England international. You've got Danny Carter, another England international. Jodie Taylor the goal scoring machine from the summer they've got they've got so many strikers and it and it's trying to fit them all into the same team and it'll be interesting to see if they can do going into this next season arsenal have made wholesale changes this summer 10 players have left the club on permanent deals including Farrah williams the highest capped england player she's gone to reading to join the former uh, birmingham contingent at uh, reading the likes of joe potter jade moore Mary Earps. There's a lot of players there that have formerly played for Birmingham, and it'll be interesting to see how Reading do this season as well. As a prediction then, 
for you out there. I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw for Arsenal-Birmingham this Sunday. It will be interesting to see, for Birmingham in particular, how they get on. It will be interesting to see how Birmingham set up this season with the likes of Rachel Williams and Ellen White and Charlie Welling still in and Frida Risi, not forgetting her, of course. That's four strikers that you need to fit into the team at some point. It'll be interesting to see which partnerships he looks to use this uh, season. You've got the experience, of course, of like Ellen White and Rachel Williams. Williams, of course, remains one of Birmingham's most uh, prolific goal scorers in WSL history. And it'll be interesting to see if Ellen White and Rachel Williams, they both played together at Notts County for a bit. See if they can rekindle the magic, so to speak. I think that's everything for this week as we look towards the Arsenal game. So I hope you've enjoyed this first episode of the Great Since 68 podcast. And one last thing to say, and that's keep right on. See you next time.